and welcome to Good Neighbor Pharmacy Connect, a podcast dedicated to the leadership and innovation of independent pharmacies across the United States and beyond. I'm your host, Paul Dunn, and today's topic is social media and the pandemic. Our little neighborhood just got bigger. Today, I'm joined by Tracy Williams, an advertising manager with Amerisource Bergen who counsels our Good Neighbor Pharmacy stores as they reach their communities in new ways. I'm also joined by Vince Politti, who you might remember from an earlier episode of this podcast. He's the chief operating officer and co-owner of HB Pharmacy. He's the founder of the Gaspers Best Vitamin line, and he's also the host of the podcast Busy on Business, which is also dedicated for small businesses. To put it lightly, HB Pharmacy is a staple within the Amerisource Bergen network and an early adopter of all things Good Neighbor Pharmacy. Often, Vince and his father will bring ideas to us, and then we'll build those programs for our independent pharmacy customers. They've even been recognized by their patients for their innovation, winning the 2016 Good Neighbor Pharmacy of the Year Award at ThoughtSpot. The same year, they earned a proclamation and key to the town of North Arlington to thank them for their service to the community. Plus, they got an award from the state of New Jersey for their service to the wider community. And in 2017, John, Vince's father, was named Independent Pharmacist of the Year for the state of New Jersey. And like many independent pharmacies across the country, HB Pharmacy had to adapt in March of 2020. The COVID-19 pandemic shook the greater New York City area specifically, and led by Vince and his staff, HB leaned on their knack for innovation, the expertise of their advertising manager, Tracy, and Vince's own skills at managing social media to reach their patient through new channels. So today, we're going to discuss all of that and more. Uh, Vince, welcome back to the podcast. We are happy to have you here again. Jeez, yeah. Thank you for uh, that introduction, Paul. It makes me feel uh, important or something. Like I, <laughs> like I did something, but I appreciate the intro. Thank you. Uh, it's great being back on the show again and uh, with you as well, Tracy. Um, it was a weird year not having thought spot, but it's, it's good to still be able to connect with you guys this way. Yeah, very much agreed. Uh, and Tracy, this is your first time on, on GMP Connect. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you, Vince, for uh, doing this again for us. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And, and you know, anytime I think like Vince, you were just saying, anytime we get to talk to one of our pharmacies, whether it be, you know, a co-owner or just somebody who, who works in, even in the store as staff, um, I, I get excited, you know, to... Today, I, I feel that excitement, you know, times 10. Since your last episode, uh, you know, myself and a couple other Marisource Bergen associates have been following HB Pharmacy on social media. Um, I'm wildly impressed by some of the things that you do. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok yet, but I feel like you have a future career there. But first, I'd, I'd love to hear kind of just what are some of the social media channels that HB is on and which ones do you see some some traction on in, in different ways? You know, not necessarily metrics or anything like that, but but kind of what are the social media sites that you all manage? Yeah, sure. That's it's really funny you say TikTok because I have been uh, getting asked and convinced begrudgingly to do the TikTok thing. And we ended up we had one a little bit and then kind of got away from it. But then with the Instagram reels, we started doing that, which is, you know, essentially TikTok on Instagram. So um, we have dabbled a little bit in that kind of style of content. But mostly what it breaks down to is we do the HP Pharmacy stuff heavily on Facebook and then the Gaspers Best stuff, which is the supplements and functional medicine uh, kind of line of products that we started that you alluded to. That is heavily on Instagram. Um, we found more that are patients who are more local and connected with us uh, through the pharmacy and have known the pharmacy for 50 plus years or whatever it is, they're more concentrated on Facebook. So we do 
regular consistent posting on Facebook and then Facebook Live. And then we also do consistent posting on Instagram and Instagram Live. And that tends to be a little bit more supplement and nutrition geared versus the pharmacy stuff tends to be a little bit more compounding, regular retail community stuff. And then, of course, some of the nutrition stuff as well. Yeah, it's great that you have kind of you're, you're slowly figuring out or, or you figured out, you know, where your patients are on the different platforms. I feel that feels, you know, pretty advanced, I would imagine, for, for some of our other listeners who may not, you know, be on multiple platforms. Tracy, I'm, I'm curious if that kind of resonates with some of the other independent pharmacies that you talk to as well. If you see them maybe more on Facebook or more on Instagram or kind of just doing both or if they're using tools like Instagram Live. Most of our customers I find right now are on Facebook. We are highly encouraging you know, most of them to create an Instagram account because obviously Facebook and Instagram go go hand in hand. Um, you know, we have to explain to our customers of small steps because social media is a bit of a they're a, a little bit of afraid of it. Um, so as I said, we want to start them with with Facebook um, simply because that's where most people are. Um, I, you know, as I said, I don't see too many stores that are really at the caliber as to what HB is doing, um, but we are, we're really encouraging it. Yeah. And, and that's what I think is, is interesting, you know, because I'm sure Vince, when you started, you know, managing or working with your staff to, to manage um, the HB channels, I imagine you, you probably started fairly small. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah, completely fair. We started, you know, social media when when I got here, it was something that we did kind of, um, you know, when we had time and thought of it or whatever, but it wasn't something done with intention, um, whether that intention is for, you know, just general community outreach and that kind of stuff or from a, a business perspective, too. So it's something that I had literally zero experience with besides just being a millennial before uh, actually coming here and doing this, you know, but it was, it was obvious quickly that it was something that we needed to be doing just from a, you know, it's just kind of the way the world is going and the way the world is trending. So if we didn't do that kind of stuff, we were going to get left behind. I felt, and I saw, you know, through connecting with Tracy and some of the uh, initiatives she had to share what other pharmacies are doing. We saw some other pharmacies doing some some cool stuff and doing some outreach too. And we said, wow, this is uh, super important. We kind of got to get on the bandwagon here and just kind of, you know, slowly but surely over time, it kind of grew into a consistent part of our daily interactions with, you know, our patients and from a, a business perspective, daily interactions with work, <laughs> I guess, if you want to call it that way. But it took a long time to grow to that point. It's definitely something that started off. We had really no idea what we were doing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. That, that's interesting that you, you mentioned, you know, seeing what other pharmacies were doing. Um, I, I find that uh, when I was working on the, the Geneva pharmacy marketing team here at Amerisource Bergen, that I would often see a lot of times our customers were following each other on Facebook. I, I would imagine, Tracy, that that's something you still see and probably something that you encourage, right? So they can share different ideas with each other or even share each other's posts. Is, is that kind of common in, in your role as an advertising manager? 100% accurate with that, with what you just said, is that, you know, we follow customers, we, we encourage, you know, we encourage our customers to follow each other, um, and, you know, we see that every day that, you know, this pharmacy is, you know, likes that and that what somebody posts, um, it's, it's a way as well as them to get ideas. 
um, you know, because this is one thing that, that we're Good Neighbor Pharmacy will be about sharing ideas um, and best practices. Every customer that, that I, I get on the phone with and I go through our social media offering, I give them a list of customers saying, you know, here's some Facebook pages that you that I encourage you to follow. Right. Kind of some some sharing and some of those best practices. I think that's that's cool. And, and and I'm sure that HB Pharmacy is one that you recommend fairly frequently. Transitioning a little bit, Vince, uh, some of those those first few months or even days really of the pandemic. Um, I, I think we mentioned when we were preparing for this podcast that you guys temporarily shut your store down to sort of get things all in a row and get things organized. Is, is that right? And, and you were kind of engaging just with folks from the majority perspective online? Yeah, on, online and via phone. So we voluntarily closed the pharmacy for three months. Um, and a lot of that was we just wanted to keep our staff safe and we wanted to keep our uh, customers safe, too. And we had a little vestibule area open. So it was very different. People are used to coming up and to the front of the pharmacy and, you know, being able to just grab the pharmacist and talk. And all of a sudden there was a barrier to that, literally and figuratively. So it was something that we had to rely on Facebook, social media, just general website stuff um, as well. And then, you know, of course, the phone and that kind of stuff. But that was a a big challenge for us and, you know, something that people had to get used to. But honestly, that's they were kind of used to that anyway with everything going on. So it made that transition a little bit easier just because, I mean, you know, the nature of a lot of stuff that happened in 2020, it was just kind of happened upon us and we just didn't really have a choice and we just had to roll with it and try to be as safe as possible. But, you know, having that presence and having some customers already accustomed to contacting us in that way and, you know, uh, seeing us in that way definitely made it a lot easier for us to stay in touch. And we use that platform to share with everyone how safe we were being, especially when we opened up. But even before we opened up, hey, just so you guys know, we're all wearing masks and we were doing that before we were required to. We're all cleaning on the hour. We're you know taking this very seriously. So when you come here, you can feel safe. And then we kind of continued that as we opened up. And that's a lot of our marketing and that kind of stuff right now, masks and everything, just because, you know, it's people want to feel safe and perceive that they're in a, a safe environment. So it's it's our duty to, you know, give them that. So we use the Internet specifically a lot in social media to share those stories and kind of perpetuate that and share how our staff uh, was able to, you know, do so well, despite all the stress they were under, too. And that feels important, you know, whether it's somebody watching you clean the store or, you know, just hearing about your protocols, you know, there's something about the subtle and maybe subliminal messaging of social media, too, that if they see you all in masks or they know that you're posting guidance, you know, they know that you're cleaning the store, you're communicating that or, you know, if you're doing a, a, a TikTok or an Instagram live and there's music going on and somebody's, you know, wiping down some services, those those little interactions, I feel like go kind of a long way. And I'm, I'm curious, Tracy, uh, you know, when, when you were working with um, all of all of the customers, not just, you know, HB, um, kind of at the, the start of the pandemic, as everybody was learning a little bit, were there resources that you were sharing with them or, or even, you know, images that from Brand Central Station or anything like that, or kind of tips that you were giving people to, to manage their social presence? Uh, yeah, the, the date of that will live with all of us, I believe, is March 16th, March 17th, when everything shut down. You know, I remember speaking to customers, working with them, connecting their pages. And obviously, we had to really hustle um, to make sure that 
we understood what was happening so we could have our customers, you know, spread that out through social media um, and, and create content that was COVID related. I mean, we went from no library and created three different COVID libraries that probably have about, oh, I would say 200 pieces of, 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 you know, social media posts that, you know, are still relevant right now. You know, we had to go to, you know, we had to know which customers or which were, they changed their hours um, that mm. closed the doors. What if they wanted to do curbside? I, you know, I, I had seen on one of our, our customers' social media pages that they did, you know, they posted something and said, you know, we did curbside before it was cool. So, it wasn't just, yeah, it wasn't just us, um, you know, going in and focusing on this, but it was actually how our customers really adapted to what was going on. And I will say the independent pharmacies, they didn't miss a beat. It was they functioned as if this was what they were doing every day. So they did not miss a beat. It's funny that you mentioned that my pharmacy is, is a good neighbor pharmacy, Gateway Pharmacy in, in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, and they did the exact same thing. It was not, you know, as cheeky as, as saying we did this before it was cool, but they've they've had that good neighbor pharmacy wrapped car in their parking lot for, for years now since I've moved here. Everybody knows that they deliver their medications same day. You know, everybody knows it's almost like like independent pharmacies were kind of born for this moment, although it was obviously extremely challenging. I'm, I'm curious, Vince, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit, but your patients kind of the way that they reacted to you being online a little bit more, um, you know, what level of support do you feel that they have or, you know, engagement that, that they have with you online? Do you feel like it's, it's fairly significant and, and kind of, you know, has your audience grown too? I would imagine, you know, if you get a couple posts that, that can go viral, that your audience would grow too. Yeah. I think there are two sides to that. On the one hand, they've contacted us and gotten so accustomed to contacting us that way that sometimes it's like, holy crap, can we just talk on the phone? It'd be so much easier than just messaging back and forth because they're, <laughs> you know, messaging us through Facebook or through Instagram or even like Google has a, a messenger feature now too and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, it's great and it's awesome. Um, but sometimes, you know, there's there's still value in, in the phone call, <laughs> at least in that kind of stuff. But yeah, so we've noticed a, a definite uptick in that area. And the same thing with Instagram and Facebook, both, you know, I mean, our audience has just gotten bigger in that sense. And some of that is, you know, because you end up finding more people in the community who you didn't realize were even there to begin with, or maybe they move in, you know, the communities are always changing. There's more people moving in, more people to connect with. So just because you had one audience doesn't mean it'll be the same even, you know, in a few months. So we noticed more people within our own community who we weren't reaching out to or connecting with before. And even beyond that too, with the, the supplements online, um, we started shipping, products around the country now too, which has been awesome. And, you know, we're able to help more people on a broader scale. I think even yesterday we were talking with someone uh, in Illinois who found us on social media and we were able to have a conversation about bone health and, you know, do things that I know all independent pharmacies do, you know, and counseling patients on, you know, osteoporosis and that kind of stuff. We literally had a conversation we always have here in the pharmacy, but just facilitated by social media and then on the phone with someone who is, you know, in the middle of the country. So it's really cool and powerful to see um, how you can kind of grow your community and help more people in that way. 
That, that is really interesting. And you gave me an interesting visual of somebody sending you a message on Facebook trying to refill their prescription, uh, which I'm sure has happened in your store. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, too, you know, when you think about the types of content that you want to create and share, I mean, is this something that you just I think, like Tracy said, it, it, it can be a little bit scary, especially for a small business. Um, you know, there's hundreds of operations to take care of in the store, especially during a pandemic. You know, but when you think of the ideas for content, is that something you brainstorm with with your staff? Or when you think about the types of things that you want to post, where does this sort of inspiration come from? And I'd love to hear an example of a couple of things that you posted, too. Yeah, sure. So it it kind of comes from a mixture of staff, a mixture of uh, what I hear people asking online and then from our patients. And then, you know, some of the stuff that comes from the staff comes from our patients too. Honestly, when we were just getting started, we were like, okay, well, what are the most common questions people ask at the counter? Because that's probably what they would want to hear about online too. So we just started making stuff that way. Um, and a side note here too, it, it takes a long time to get comfortable. So it's not just what the topic is, but it's also what you feel comfortable talking about too, especially if you're doing video, which is a format people may not be familiar with. And I've looked back at some of the old videos I started doing like four, five years ago. And I was like, holy crap, I am not very good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need to watch how, you know, you just got to put it out there and learn as you go. Um, recently, even we started doing some stuff you know, as we get more into the nutrition space, people ask about, you know, New Year's resolutions or goals and that kind of stuff. So our next two live videos, one this month, and then next month, one is about goal setting and how to uh, set a better New Year's resolution, as opposed to, you know, the ones that many people try and fail within a few weeks. And then the following month, we're doing one on detoxing, which is something we just started getting a lot of questions about and something that honestly, I thought was kind of, you know, a fad or not really anything real. But then, you know, we looked into it like, oh, okay, there's an actual professional side to this. How can we go do something professionally and share something professional with our patients as opposed to something that may not be so professional? So that's uh, a recent uh, one. Actually, both are upcoming topics that we've done. And we uh, what we talk about in general runs the gambit. I mean, there was stuff for years we do with our local health department, like I mentioned before, bone density screenings, or, you know, we do blood sugar screenings and blood pressure stuff. If you're already doing those things, it's so easy to just transition and say, okay, well, let's just make a video about this kind of stuff and do a post about it too. So especially if you're just getting started, look at what people are already asking you in person and then kind of use that to, you know, transition that, okay, well, let's make a video about it. Let's talk about this online. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, that, that's interesting. You, you gave me another question that I have for you, not to put you on the spot, but, you know, are you, are you guys doing things around vaccine safety, things like that, that, you know, obviously there's a, there's a lot of information in the news. There's a lot of sensational articles. Are you guys doing things to kind of bolster confidence around uh, vaccinations, especially now with the, the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, you know, coming in and, and many of our independent pharmacies being able to distribute and, and administer that vaccine? We've done a little bit that we've touched on, not too, too much. Um, I think more we'll probably get into that as it becomes a real thing, since we have, you know, not much of an idea when it'll actually be coming here uh, to the pharmacy versus, you know, hospitals. Or I know the chains are getting it here before us and that kind of stuff, which is a whole separate topic. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we, that's definitely stuff we have talked about here more as we've fielded those phone calls and had those kind of conversations with our, our regular customers and that kind of stuff. We talked a ton about COVID safety, a ton about um, you know, 
why we actually we, we were talking about wearing masks bef- when the recommendation was don't wear masks before it changed to, you know, wear masks as it was starting to spread. So we, we promote safety and all that kind of stuff a lot, but we haven't gotten too, too much into the vaccine stuff. That's probably something we should start talking about soon. Yeah, well, I'm curious, you know, uh, uh, the, the, I think one, I'm, I'm so impressed with the ideas. You know, it's, it's cool to think about, you know, just being able to talk to my pharmacist or people who I know who work in the pharmacy about my New Year's resolution and my health. Like that, that gives me a really interesting and powerful visual of a connection between me, a shopper, a patient, a person standing in the store, knowing my pharmacist for years now and uh, you know, my connection with like what I want to do for the year for my, myself and my body. Like, I think that that's such a good topical example. Um, but, but Tracy also, before we, we started recording the podcast, we were also talking about the importance of some personal posts too, that are maybe not necessarily related to health, but maybe related to the community. And, and I know you have the ability to see some of the analytics behind HB pharmacies, um, social media posts. And I'd love for you to share some of the things that you've discovered around the most shared, the most liked, the most engaged posts. Cause I think that those are kind of interesting too, when we think about store safety, right. You know, health topics, that's great. You know, but also the, the personal side, I think too, you've seen some analytics there that are fairly interesting. Right. We look at this and, you know, we, we look at obviously specifically Facebook and, you know, we look at it, it's, it's a way for us to communicate and, you know, obviously we work with our customers. We post on the page, um, you know, and, and we just do, you know, informational content, health content, things like that. But we try to stress to our customers where they're really going to thrive with this is by posting the personal content, um, adding in posts about birthdays or just, you know, employees, um, you know, and, and going through HBs, I had noticed that, um, you know, that most of their, they had their highest performing posts, they had over 6,000 impressions. And it was, it was when they had the beloved delivery driver who had, who had passed away. And not to mention that it had, had that many impressions, but the amount of comments, the amount of engagement that that post received simply because people wanted to pass along their condolences. So putting that, that personal touch in there, you know, so, you know, as, as, as a member of that community, um, I would be able to, to give my condolences to, to, to Joe. Um, and then, or, you know, they had another one where, you know, we stress that birthdays, um, you know, the owner, John's birthday, um, as much as I hate to say it, Vince, he scored, he had the most amount of comments. So I don't think we want to tell your dad that, but, um, you know, hashtag best boss ever um, did, did really well. But this is, this is where you guys thrive with this is just interacting and putting that personal content in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm Vince, I'm, I'm curious as to your perspective on some of those things too. I mean, did you notice people coming into the pharmacy and, and mentioning things that they had seen on social media too? Like whether it was about the the delivery driver or whether it was about, you know, uh, your dad's birthday. Yeah. We get that kind of stuff all the time. Um, sometimes of course on, on the sad things like Joe's passing. Uh, but you know, Joe was uh, a member of the community and he was uh, our mailman for years and then worked here when he retired. So, um, you know, people knew him and that's, that's what an independent pharmacy is as, as sad as it is, of course, too. Um, that's what we are. We're the community literally. 
Um, but yeah, we get comments about uh, my dad's birthday or we post stuff with with our dogs here all the time, that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, that's the way I look at it, too. It's we have some amazing people working here and some amazing stories to share. And, you know, that's that's how I look at my job. It's to share those stories for, you know, I found that my father being one of them, but I found that pharmacists in general are very modest about the actual impact they have on people's lives and how much people care for them, you know? So if they're going to be modest, then I'll brag for them. That's kind of how, it's kind of how <laughs> I look at it. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, you know, what, one of the other things that is, is on my mind, um, you know, you, you talked Vince about kind of your network expanding. You use the example of talking to somebody in Illinois, which has been halfway across the country from, from where you are and, and was in North Arlington. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious, you know, when, when you think about this now, this new reach, whether it's through a personal post or whether it's through, you know, an, an online website, like, are, are you seeing positive impacts in revenue as well from social media? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially last year and then mid to end of last year, our sales went up online a lot. Our website kind of was there and, you know, it was collecting sales and it was fine. But now it's actually, you know having more impactful traffic and impactful sales too. And then beyond that, even for people who are local and coming in, we actually expanded some of our delivery areas and we were saying, okay, well, if, if they're going to order some of these products that we have, we'll deliver, deliver a little further. So, you know, local towns that are kind of local, but are out of our normal delivery radius, we started delivering there too and getting some other orders like that in that sense. So it's, it's not even just, Illinois too, which is <laughs> cool and flashier, I guess. But even other areas in New Jersey, um, people have found us and they're coming in. And the amount of times we'll hear someone say, hey, caught you guys on that live video about CBD or a live video about whatever it may be. We we get that anecdotal feedback a lot. And those people are actually coming in and walking into the store with masks, obviously. But, you know, they're still actually coming in. And that's, that's incredible kind of to see that. It, it doesn't happen overnight. I think that's something that people forget a lot, especially in this, you know, age of social media and instant gratification. It, it takes a long time to build these kinds of things. We've been doing some of this stuff for five years now. And that, I'm not saying that to discourage people um, from doing it because it's it's absolutely valuable and it will get there. But you just also have to be patient and know that, you know, you can do you know, five pushups is not going to get you stronger. You got to do five pushups every day or then 10 pushups and keep doing it. It's that consistency with it that starts to yield those bigger revenue and business impactful type results. And, and I think we, we kind of touched on this a little bit at the beginning too, but Vince, you're saying you kind of weren't an expert when this, when this started and, and, you know, you may not even feel like you're an expert now, but it, it sounds like it was a lot of trial and error and it was a lot of persistence kind of to create interesting things. And, you know, what what advice would you have for for some of our other pharmacists? You know, is it is it hiring somebody else who might be better at this? Is it you know like making sure they kind of oversee it and interact? And what what advice have you given your your peers in the independent pharmacy space? Yeah, you know that's I mean you kind of hit the nail on the head with what I would say there. It's, it's something that honestly I still don't even really feel like I'm necessarily an expert in. It it's always evolving and something that you've you know, got to try and learn and figure out and see what's working. I mean, the only formula for guaranteed success I've found is post pictures of dogs. But <laughs> other than that, you know, it's all kind of nebulous. So it, it's definitely something where I would say, especially me coming here, it wasn't even more so I had any skills. It was also that I had a little more time being more um, 
office focused and not necessarily out in the fray of the day every single day. So either allowing yourself as an owner to have that time, or honestly, what probably would be better is find someone on your staff who's into that kind of stuff. A lot, as a community pharmacy, you have people working there from the community. And there are people, there are people who I've had helping me do it throughout the years who, you know, expressed an interest in maybe marketing someday. And, you know, you have these high school or college employees who are looking for internship experience, and maybe they want to add something to their resume beyond just, oh, I'm a technician at a pharmacy, you know, so there may people be people who want to get involved in that sense, give them the opportunity and allow them to learn and grow themselves. I mean, that's literally what I did. I had no experience with it whatsoever. And now we've tried to give that same opportunity to some other people work here to kind of broaden their experiences. Um, So I I think that's really what it comes down to, though. And going back to the initial point, it it takes time. So you need to allow yourself or someone else to have the time. And that's actually, I mean, you mentioned that other podcast that I kind of casually have done for fun, but that's one of the reasons why I did that, because I think a lot of people get stuck in the you know, the daily grind of I've got to work, I've got to fill these prescriptions. If I'm a pharmacist, these are the things I've got to do. But sometimes it's important to take a deep breath, take a step back, lift your head up from the counter and actually see what's going on and see, hey, you know what, these are different areas I need to expand to, or, you know, there are some other ways we need to improve and actually allowing yourself that time, whether social media or other aspects of your business too you know, will give you the insight to say, okay, well, who can actually help with this if not me? Or where do we need to put more resources and kind of go from there? That's fantastic advice. Tracy, I'll, I'll close with you. You know, any other kind of best practices that you'd be willing to, to share with some of our independent pharmacy customers or, or things you've even learned from, from Vince too? I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Vince somewhat alluded to it. It's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, some of this, it doesn't come overnight. And, you know, you just have to find the, you know, the, how, how the ingredients work and how to put them together. It's patience. You know, and I think he also made a a valid point is that, you know, as a pharmacy owner, one of the best bits of advice that, that we could do is that, you know, pass it along to, to somebody who, who understands and might, you know, who's interested in, in social media that's how that's how you're going to grow this, but it's not it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, I love it. Well, well, thank you both for joining. Um, it's great to have Vince you back on the podcast. Really appreciate your your expertise that you brought. Um, good to good to hear from you. Good to check in, and good to know that you guys are are making it through as best you can in a particularly challenging year, and that's extending into another year. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, for having me as well. Always great to be here and uh, looking forward to chatting again next time. Yeah, definitely. Tracy, thank you too for your time. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, everybody. This has been another episode of Good Neighbor Pharmacy Connect. If you like this episode, please rate, subscribe, like, and share with your fellow independent pharmacy customers, or maybe share this episode with your staff. Um, You can find us wherever you normally get podcasts, whether that's the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify or another avenue. Um, And please, you know, if you have ideas for other topics, shoot us an email, goodneighborpharmacy at amerisworthbergen.com. We are standing by. Uh, We love doing these and and we'd love to do do more of them. But of course, we want to make sure they're things that you'd like to hear. So thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again soon.